0: Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you. And pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be right here with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are using your phones and radio apps towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who try to make sure that you are always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful for you and pray that you are consistently being inspired and motivated and caring to do all that is required in order for you to truly meet the prerequisites for being qualified for continuance in existence in that we are under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide. And if we refuse to respond correctly and directly to that which is ours in our now moment in terms of exalting a full effort and a full life's urge, then it will not end well. And so I am always so thankful for every opportunity I have to speak into the hearts and the minds and the ears and the souls of those who listen. But I am always consciously caring to encourage you to look yourself in the eyes and realize that that one that sees you is the eye of God that is truly there. And the issues we are having is really about our accepting the truth of who we are beyond all of the labels and misqualifications and identities of nationalism and race and religion and all of the other things that we identify ourselves as which lays foundation for more of the divisiveness that keeps us from realizing and consciously responding appropriately to real to knowing that there is only one absolute and supreme intelligence that sees through every eye and we each are it. We have to qualify ourselves and quantify ourselves in walking in the light of the truth of the all that we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. We intellectualize so much. We philosophize, we rhetorize, but being in the integrity of our divinity in our right alignment puts us in a place and space where godliness and righteousness and lovingness and caringness and consciousness initiative to create harmony and well-being and balance is the evidence of our truly knowing how to be. And it is in the substantiation and the enhancement of our being that we truly have real success. And those who have been successful in creating greater wellness and greater good for greater ones and greater numbers then they've done so because they took responsibility to make commitments to do that there are those who have or, or have the delusion of thinking that they've prospered financially by producing that which undermines the cellular functioning of whoever consumes it, whether it's children, whether it's our pubescents or adolescents or teenagers or young ones or old ones, we have to realize that there is absolute law that governs us and there's a proper way to prosper, and lawfulness is the key, the wise use, not misuse and abuse but the wise use of the resources that we've been given the greatest resource is our opportunity and our capacity to align with the true source of our being in the moments of reflection and repentance and stillness and meditation and prayer and clearing and cleansing so that we are integritous at the cellular level, in being all we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is supremely intelligent. It is supremely intelligent to do nothing to undermine itself. It's supremely intelligent to have gifted itself to absolutely everything and everyone, and we do not see the evidence of any other form of intelligence undermining itself, killing itself, devastating itself, except for the people. And the people do that because of the impact and effect that the chemicals The nitrates and the nitrites and the BHA and the BHT and the preservatives and the antibiotics and the hormones and all of these things that are permeating the tissues of the carcasses that you all are being fed as food. And all of the things that are in your deodorants and in your body creams and in your soaps and all of these things that make its way into the bloodstream, which is why we're seeing so much of the dementia and the Alzheimer's and the Parkinson's and the multiple sclerosis and the epilepsy and autism and all of these other things because the people in particular ones have lost their freaking minds to think that there's some prosperity that they can have creating something just for the hell of it to generate money and to create an artificial sense of need that becomes addiction an artificial sense of need that really is no need at all it's a waste of time, energy and money to create that which brings devastation upon the planet, upon the cells of the being, upon our children and secures a tragic date with fate as a result of being lawless, mindless, stupefied and inebriated and blinded by the blight that is capitalism. And we have to come to a point in place where we realize that our lives hang in the balance as a result of those ones who have taken responsibility to feel entitled to do any dang going thing. But you all are receptive to it. You are the ones who are partaking of it. And where we become Willful. To really exalt a full effort in living our lives, in exalting the right to be completely cleared of our violations and transgressions and trespasses, to be in a place where emotionally, mentally, spiritually, cellularly, we are being completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirth, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified to stand in the light of the supreme intelligence that we each are, exalting a full effort and a full joy and a full rejoicing and a full delight in living our lives and feeling and knowing the blessedness of our being with each and every breath and every beat of our heart to be in a mindset where it matters to us the generational influence that we will have in our lifetimes on behalf of our lineages those that we have come through those who have come through us those that we didn't allow to come and those who have yet to come we who would care to be considered real men and real wombed men cannot be taken seriously where you do not care to be living fully in exalting a full effort. Because where you feel as though you have the right to undermine yourselves, where you feel as though you have the right to do whatever the hell you want to do, regardless of who it impacts and affects, but it undermines yourself and your lineages and your children, then know that there's no real way that you can truly stand in the fullness of who you are. And as you become ever more devastated by your consistency in ill choices that make you ill then we create devastation in the in the devastatedness of of what it is to be out of alignment with the truth of one's divinity the suffering the pain the agony the anguish The frustration, the blockages, the obstruction, the sickness, the illness, the dis-ease, all are evidence of either ignoring the light of supreme intelligence, disrespecting, disregarding, not acknowledging, not seeking, not asking, not doing any of the things that are truly in one's own best interest, knowing that you have the responsibility to care to be whole, particularly when you are Monitoring the circus that goes on as government in this country and throughout the world where there are those few who feel entitled to usurp the right of masses of people to have the right to real water and food and to be enslaved for pennies when that which is the wealth of themselves is the wealth that is being calculated and tabulated on Wall Street that our black hands that are picking the cocoa and the cacao and the coffee beans and bringing forth the oil and the diamonds and the gems and the bauxite and the silver and the copper and the oil and the uranium and all of the other elements and minerals of the earth that when you have a people who will exploit and extract that which is the wealth of the planet as well as the people and then hoard everything for their own misuse and abuse then you have of people who will soon meet a tragic date with fate because there is absolute law that governs and the fulfillment of absolute law is absolute love which is the harmony of truth and the truth is that we are all these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that have been gifted to the planet for the purpose of our true self-realization self-actualization and harmonization with the will of existence the laws of existence in exalting a full effort in our own evolutionary development and unfoldment as conscious immortals that we should not be upon the planet wreaking havoc and chaos and sickness and illness and disease and devastation and heartbreak and heartache and molestation and rape and incarceration this is the evidence of a people who are out of alignment with the will of existence the laws of existence and who will soon cease to exist as a result of their travail and folly and foolishness there's no way to dress it up. And and make it look good. It is not good. When you have greater and greater numbers of children and teenagers dying from diseases that they should never have, but because their parents and their grandparents fell victim to the commercialism and the sublimation and the psychological and behavioral modification that has taken place as a result of them having been fed the flesh of carcasses, the carcasses of pigs and the carcasses of cows and the carcasses of turkeys and chickens and fish and all manners of the roaches of the seas, and have this stuff rotting in the body temple, which is where you really have this the experience or could have the experience of harmonizing with the true spirit of the living God and goddess, the body is being turned into cemeteries for decaying and decomposing carcasses, which brings so much bacteria and worms and organisms and whatnot, which drive the people mad, have them in a place and space where they lust for things that are base and defile the nature of their divinity. To become rapists and pedophiles and those who have lost their sensibility to understand duty, obligation, and responsibility in providing and protecting, in facilitating and uplifting and enhancing and enriching. And so those who work on behalf of those that I call the corporate deities of death—the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, tobacco, the sugar, the flour—which are all the components of that which creates the cancers, the diabetes, the lupus, the sarcoidosis, the fibromyalgia, and all of these other issues. That are crystallizing and forming in the tissues as a result of not knowing not caring to know not asking not seeking to really be completely cleared and cleansed and harmonized and recalibrated to knowing that the human person the body is designed divinely and divinely designed and there are only a few things that the body can utilize as food and within the few there there's many in terms of the waters and breath we're all breatharian first you have to breathe and there are those who've come and proven that coming into the right alignment Mentally and spiritually with the essence and the truth of one's being puts you in a position where you require less of that stuff that they call food. And for those of us who are wise enough to realize that that which they call food is not true nutrition and nourishment for those who are hydrogen and oxygen and spirit and intelligence and light beings and light bearers, that that stuff that they call food creates waste, so much waste in the body that obesity is now the norm. It's normal. People don't feel so bad because so many people are having the same issues. And there's comfort in it. We're in a now moment that requires us to really care, to walk in the light of the truth of the ones that we each are as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal. It is time for women of all hues, but particularly African American women who are so disproportionately impacted and affected by all of the chemicals and all of the garbage that they call food that we have such a large percentage of hypertensive and obese and heart disease and diabetics and those who have the fibroids and having the hysterectomies and whatnot that we have to raise completely up to create a new narrative for how we are responding to being under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide. It is not about blackness. This is an intelligence issue. It is an existence issue. It is not about just being under a political system. It is about being out of alignment with the integrity of the truth of who you are. As this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence that you would prefer to be wrong than right. You would prefer to be in a place where you're anesthetizing, inebriating, intoxicating, and violating yourselves and yourself. We're in a place and space where sisterhood, womanhood, has to raise completely up to under to understand and to put forward the reality that we have the right to heal ourselves through the clearing, the cleansing, the purification that is necessary to facilitate it because those who have been licensed and agreed to practice medicine, to practice surgeries, to practice butchery, to practice sorcery, to practice all of the things that they're practicing that has people addicted to all of the opiates and the painkillers and this and that and, and are cutting their body parts out as opposed to putting them in right alignment with the truth of themselves as water and air and intelligence and spirit. We are in a now moment that is calling us to raise completely up or to die here. And the death is not a leaving the planet and going to sit at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Virgin Mary, suffered under the Pontius Pilate, and was crucified, dead and buried, and then on the third day arose from the dead. And you understand it's not that you can really die when the wages of sin is death, that you can truly live a life that was in degradation and violation and disobedience and disregard and disrespect. And disorientation and dissatisfaction and discontent and being in this disvibration, vibration and that you're able to get out of your body as a living being. As a conscious immortal, no, we have to reprogram while we're in these bodies, while we're on the planet, while we are able to care to respond correctly and directly to being under an initiative that has been issued by government, issued by the religions, issued by world culture that is death culture, that we are now having to take responsibility, particularly sisters and women and mothers and daughters and granddaughters and grandmothers and great-granddaughters and great great Grandmothers and whatnot to understand that the oppression of womanhood, the degradation of womanhood, the violation of womanhood has been the blight of the world, and patriarchy and male domination can no longer continue. We have to raise completely up in our now moment. But when you are giving birth and raising young men, On cow's milk and cheese and eggs and chickens and whatnot and and permeating and penetrating their bodies with all of this similac and soyalac, and for all of the breasts that you have that you refuse to breastfeed and just saying that the sisterhood and and the brotherhood as men is the progenitor of lineages as fathers and womanhood is the perpetuator of lineages and mothers being Influenced by capitalism and the psychological manipulation that has created behavior modification so that we are poisoning our own children. We can't blame it on racism because it affects absolutely everything and everybody. Nobody has been spared. No families have been spared. And so those who work on behalf of the meat industry, the dairy industry, the tobacco industry, the sugar industry, the alcohol industry and whatnot, you all are being called to have a better thought, to invest in yourselves and come to that place where you seek to be cleared and you seek to be cleansed and you seek to truly prosper because working on behalf of that which creates sickness, illness, disease, and death is truly going to lead to your sickness, illness, disease, and death. There is no way that you can consistently perpetuate a thing and not be attracting yourself to that. And so, yes, this is our time to realize that you cannot blame whoever's in the White House for the issues that you're creating by virtue of what you do on a daily basis. And then after working and slaving for these people for all of these years, and then you come up with the cancers and the heart disease and diabetes and all of this, and then you want to blame these other ones. And I'm saying, look at what you are doing with yourself to yourselves and come to a place and space where every fiber of your being is completely immersed in an overwhelming desire to be cleared and cleansed and made whole, to be healed because you can be completely healed and made whole in light of, in spite of all of this because the spirit of the true and living God is great. The light and the truth of the living intelligence of existence, which is all there is, all pervasive, filling all spaces is great. It's greater than anything that man can create. It's greater than the fluoride. It's greater than the arsenic. It's greater than all of that. There is nothing that these people have created that did not come from the intelligence of existence anyway. They may have manipulated it and made it more caustic or whatever, but the issue is is that we have the opportunity to stand up, to clean up, and to raise up. To no longer be complicit, complacent, co-conspirating and participatory with the corporate deities of death. And to understand that a movement, for all of the movements that there have been, there has yet to be a boycott of the death industries. There's yet to be a moratorium on you killing yourselves and your children. There's yet to be the right response. Because to just get out and march and petition and this and that, and then you continue to smoke and drink and get high and and eat the chicken wings and support the violation of other beings and bring that violation and charge that violation upon your blood, you're missing the point of it all. We cannot walk as a liberated people where we will not grant and support the liberation of all beings. the struggle has been as a result of not having a wholehearted commitment to absolute truth, absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute peace, to be poised in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence that told us to love it with our whole body, heart, mind, lives, and souls, to be praying without ceasing, to consciously care, to honor and glorify the lineages that we represent and honoring our parentage, but coming to a place and space where those ones who have become educated certified licensed and degree to be able to practice the status quo of being in a death culture where you believe in death where you support the death of other beings and feed off their body parts and it doesn't matter what God you say you serve When you are in violation of the laws that govern your own being, then the violation is charged upon your blood. Your blood condemns you regardless of what you say, which is why we're seeing so many of the preachers and the priests and the and the imams and all of this have so much sickness, illness and disease that their bodies are full with garbage The whole point in being in the religions and whatnot is so that we have refuge from the sickness, the illness, disease and death. But because the churches and whatnot have not really influenced and put us in a place where we understand the perfection of our being and that eating the flesh of dead animals is against the primary law of existence that told us not to kill. And then you're trying to justify it. Oh, well, you know, you could just kill the things that and eat the things that don't have have scales and eat the things that don't have hooves and eat you should not be killing or supporting the killing of other beings. These are intelligent creatures. What you do unto others shall be done unto you, which is why there is so much sickness, illness, disease, despair, degradation, dysfunction, distortion, violation. We can stop this, but you cannot. Love killing yourself and love the creator with all your body, heart, mind, and soul. And think that there's salvation and grace that you can have when you refuse to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified and made whole in the image and the likeness of that which we refer to as God a living, intelligent, loving, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. We're in a now moment where we're having to choose whether we will live the rest of our lives or whether you will continue to choose death and support death and end your life with sickness, illness, disease when you were given everything you need to qualify for continuance in existence as a conscious immortal and to leave the planet as an embryonic god or goddess. Why would you choose death? You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. This is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are tuning via the phones and radio apps, thank you for using your technology towards your greater good. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I'm so grateful and so thankful for you and pray that you are inspired. Anytime I come to the airwaves and every time I have opportunity to engage and to speak, whether it's one-on-one or one with many or my empowerment circles, I am always, always reaching deeper to encourage us to really be appreciative and thankful and grateful for every breath that we take, for every step that we've made, for every beat of our heart, to realize that we are always in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence whose presence is all there is as existence itself. And although there are so many ones who refer to it by so many names and there has been so much confusion in relationship to the gods and the religions and the scripts and the doctrines and all of those things that have laid foundation for our being divided. I'm the one that is Impassioned about our having an understanding and understanding a realization and consistent revelations and epiphanies about the oneness of existence itself and our coming to a place and space where we are acknowledging it and coming to that mindset of wholeness to be whole within ourselves, to be balanced within our male and female selves, to be of one mind, the true mind, the real mind, the mind that is the gift that we all have the opportunity to tap into, and it does not undermine itself. This absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal that holds the earth in flotation and rotation within its very presence that blazes the sun, that beats our hearts, that breathes us and it is the eye that sees through every eye. We are immersed in flotation and rotation in nothing but divinity. Divinity. And sometimes it's hard to feel as divine as we actually are because we've been tainted on the path of adulteration so that by 21 we were labeled adult. We knew shame and game and blame and guilt and this and that. And and we're fed kinds of things that did not truly nourish us, did not truly facilitate optimum cellular functioning. So now we're having to reach for that, which is going to do exactly that. Why? Because under an initiative to dumb us down, to put us in a place where we're acting and behaving as a public people as opposed to being present in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence, being in a space and place where capitalism... And success in capitalism is what we've been taught to aspire towards. But really, being successful in walking in our own authenticity as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence is how we have leverage over all of this. To come to that mind space and heart space and dwelling wherever we are, mindful thoughtful, caring, intensely intentional and deliberately focused in breathing deeply and consciously caring to love and support and uplift and add unto and bless and cultivate and enrich and enhance Everything and everybody we come in contact with, we are in a now moment where our triumph in love is where the real wealth actually is. We're in a now moment of eternity where our now moment is pregnant with so much opportunity but the opportunity that we have with each and every breath is to be focused in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and there is so much to distract us, so much to have us in a place where we're focused on that which brings us down, that which disappoints us, that which distracts us from realizing the divinity of each and every breath and every beat of our hearts and for those who are and have had to say and are grieving because of the transitionings, the passings, the deaths of ones and ones who are of us and close to us. We have to come to that place and space where we realize that under the kind of conditioning that we have been socialized to accept in terms of feeling as though death is the natural culmination, finality, destiny, fate. And eventuality of this life, it doesn't make it easier when we lose those that we love. and where we have had to be at the bedsides and the hospital rooms and whatnot and feeling a sense of helplessness because we didn't know what to do there wasn't anything that could be done. We're having to realize that our day-to-day reality is about exalting a full effort in loving our lives and living our lives. And that's why we have to come to a point and place where we will no longer undermine ourselves and feel entitled to undermine ourselves. But that's the socialization under commercialism, where they make things that are really detrimental to us seem so good for us. And I'm saying, let's come to a place and space where we are really respecting the divinity of our being directly, that we are treating and honoring our bodies as the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses. And we're honoring the functioning of these bodies more or to even greater extent than the functioning of our automobiles, our trucks, our bikes, our motorcycles, and all of those things that we have that we pay so dearly for that we will maintain and sustain to the detriment of ourselves. We are in a now moment that is calling us to really respond in any and every now moment as intelligent beings, knowing that intelligence is all there is, and it does nothing to undermine itself. Being in a place upon a planet where the waters are rising, the storms are brewing, the tsunamis are forming, that there is so much that is going on that our realizing the power that we have as intelligences of existence is very important. Because the socialization puts us in a place where we feel helpless and hopeless. And the most that we can do is just try to do whatever we can do to be distracted and be inebriated, intoxicated, high, medicating, self-medicating ourselves. But the reality for where we are is that we're being called to rise. We're being called to understand the power that we do have as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence to align ourselves with it by consciously caring to be completely cleared from the emotional and mental thoughts of our violations and trespasses and anger and frustration and all of that stuff that whittles away at our degrees of self-worth and deservedness and remembrance of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence are otherwise the children of that which we refer to as God. But being in a place where we are mindful and understanding the divinity of existence and know that with each and every breath we will never have anything greater than who and what we already are but naked. To have a place and space within our own body temples where we are appreciating and experiencing the sacredness and the sanctity of existence itself and honoring it. And it seems as though we should not have to be encouraged to honor ourselves, but under a system of capitalization where people feel entitled to subjugate and dominate and bastardize and usurp and rob you, rob you of the wealth of yourselves, the richness and the riches of the temples of the living gods and goddesses too. Put us in a place where we have been rendered dysfunctional, distracted, disinterested, dissatisfied, discontent. And we are already in the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence. We are already in heaven. But the hellaciousness comes as a result of the toxicity that is charged upon the blood, that poisons the spirit, that corrupts the mind, that puts us in a place where we're not able to really experience within every fiber of our being, the divinity of our being, and feeling, really feeling the wealth and the richness of ourselves. And this is what oppression feels like being oppressed at the cellular level because we have been fed that which robs us of the water content of our systems, that which puts us in a place where we become dehydrated and insufficiently oxygenated and our blood has become sludge and we have to be put on blood thinners and We've been filling up on stuff that has no substance, no nutritional value, nothing that the body needs. And we have been filled with it for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. It's a problem. But we've gotten used to it. And I'm saying, let's come to a point in place where we are carrying to be vital. We're caring to be renewed and rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified in the light of the truth of the ones that we are, and realizing that as we are bathing in the light of existence, in the love of existence, in being in a place where we are being reconciled and harmonized in the truth of who we are, that we have the capacity to change everything to really facilitate the progression of us as a humanity of people. To know that there are so many ones who are committing and recommitting themselves. And as we each try to do it, and we each do it, it's better for everybody. And to know That our lives have purpose and our lives have significance and our lives have meaning. And the significance and purpose and meaning of our lives goes so far beyond just working every day for a dollar and paying utilities and bills. But we're here to really understand how to use the laws that govern us, how to harmonize with it how to master ourselves, our thoughts, our emotions, our feelings, so that we are dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, dwelling as points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, and being completely present as points of it, in it. And giving our attention and putting our attention there. Because the more of us who do that, the greater leverage we have. The beauty of having those who are legislating, perpetuating sickness, illness, disease, and death as the food industry and all of that is that it will soon cease to exist because there's no way to be continued in existence where there are no commitments to the laws that govern existence. And so it has to be phased out. It's temporal. Is temporary. It cannot last long. And so those who wholeheartedly support and partake of and are misaligned in the purposes of existence and the perpetuation of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood will soon cease to exist. On this realm at least. And that's why we have to really be decisive about what we're living for and to come to that place within ourselves where we have an understanding and an understanding that life itself is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, that we are on an intergalactic spaceship, Mother Earth, that is spinning in the space, that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, that is in flotation and rotation and animated by this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal and that we have each come to it through the wombs of our mothers, sparked by the divine fluid from our fathers and we should be leaving the place having lived our lives having learned and labored and studied and perfected ourselves as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence so that there really was no experience of death there was the experience of life and love and delight, and joy, and rejoicing, and overcoming, and transcending, transforming, transmuting, becoming, evolving, exalting, enhancing, enriching, immortalizing. As these living, loving, intelligent, potent, immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence, we should not be dying at all. And there are those ones who say that they accept eternal life and that they believe in eternal life. But they also rejoice in the opportunity to feed off of that which has no substance. Picking the carcasses of dead animals as if they were buzzards and vultures and whatnot, but then they say they believe in eternal life. They just haven't committed themselves unto it. And then there are those who say, well, it doesn't matter what you do, you're gonna live eternally anyway. But then I say what their books say, that the wages of sin is death. So there has to be something called death. What is the death? And why would there be something called death if there was no death? because we have not been properly oriented as to what the purpose in existence upon the planet actually is nor have we been properly educated and spiritually uh supported in having an understanding an understanding and a proper commitment to unfolding in the fullness of who we are as conscious immortals because our socialization has been towards our detriment, then you and I, we have the responsibility to care to be able to respond to what is needed in our now moment. And what is needed is our clarity of mind that comes from the cleanliness of our blood, our being realigned and reattuned and Walking in the integrity of the truth of ourselves and the divinity of ourselves on behalf of those that we have come through, our mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and great grandmothers and great grandfathers and the great and the great and all of those who have come before us, that we have duty, obligation and responsibility to truly honor those that we have come through, plus the responsibilities we have to that which beats our hearts and breathes us. And to the children, do you realize that a people who undermine their children are a people who are destined to be phased out? That all of the childhood diseases and leukemia and also, uh, the autism and the cerebral palsy and all of these things that children are experiencing is the evidence of what we were given that was deficient? And deficiency. And that there's a healing that's available to us and our children. But it just seems so interesting that so many ones just seem to be stuck. And feeling the helplessness, the hopelessness, keep doing the same things over and over and over and over again that do nothing but seal the life in sickness, illness, disease, and meeting a tragic date with fate. We have duty, obligation and responsibility to care, to live, to care, to rise, to care, to exalt a full effort in the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, the oxygenation, the mineralization, the hydration and that which is necessary to open up all channels of elimination so that the bodies can be restored because the healer is already in us. The spirit of the living presence That is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. Our inheritance is in us. And yes, it takes an effort. You have to make an effort consistently over time. To reverse the issues that you have created because of what you have done consistently over time. But it is well worth it because the time that you have is to step into the reality of timelessness and to be in a place and space where you are aligning yourself with the intelligence of existence. And that intelligence is so abundant. It is so awesome. It's all pervasive. It fills all spaces. It can flood every atom and every cell of your being with its light, its love, its wisdom, its peace, its poise, its power, and you can be whole again in just a little bit of time if you care. And no matter how deep, the dark has been the light is everywhere present if we would step into it and it becomes easier when we will do the inner work of clearing cleansing and purifying ourselves our blood ourselves to do that which is truly in our own best interest this is the right way to respond to the initiatives that have been issued to have us steeped in all manners of sorcery through the pharmacology and the psychiatry and all of the things that have put us in place where we see the evidence of our behavior modification and psychological manipulation and all of the things that I happen to make people think that. It's better for them to be killing themselves and to be exalting a full life's urge for them to think that it's okay to treat your children to death, that that's what childhood is about, to be in a place where all of this delusion and erroneous thoughts that you can truly prosper at the detriment of other ones, to be in a place where someone can dumb down and anesthetize, inebriate, intoxicate other ones and render them helpless and hopeless and then be superior. I mean, it's just crazy. And we've out-thought it. That which is light has come to us, through us. It's in us. And we have the opportunity to be completely harmonized in it so that we have leverage over all of it. And so no matter where you are and what you've done and how you were raised and all of that, With each and every breath that you take, the intelligence of existence is with you and is gifting you so much of itself. And you are immersed in nothing but the sacredness and the sanctity and the divinity of existence itself. And you're being called to remember that your life is your gift and you were gifted to the planet in this now moment to self-actualize, self-realize, unfold and walk as a representative of the lineages that you've come through. To consciously cultivate and activate your inheritance and heritage your cellular liberation and DNA activation to conscious invo- invocation of the divinity of your being, the greatness of who you are, the clarity, the cleanliness, the order, the harmony, the peace, the poise, the power, the fullness, the infinite possibilities. we are already rich beyond our imaginations. And as we are able to activate our imaginations and rejoice in the blessedness of our being and understand that without the sun blazing, without the fullness of that which is coming with each and every breath, there would be nothing for us to really rejoice in because there would be nothing that we could rejoice in so that which we truly require for living we have it it cost us nothing and it is absolutely limitless it's abundant and it is ours our issue is being fully committed To being all we each are. As these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of the all that is. And rejoicing in the oneness of existence and the infinity and the diversity that is cosmic conformity. We are the ones that we have been praying for. It is our time to rise. You're in tune to The Meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.